Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCork, founder of God Hope Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Oh, yes, we are. Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1, bringing the good news of the gospel of the Kingdom of God. It's excellence in broadcasting, talent on loan from God here, Loto and Philville today. It's great to have you brothers here. Great to be here. Great to always be back with you. You know, it's not even on loan. He has given us gifts. He ascended on high. He led captivity captive, and he gave gifts. He has given us talents. Thank you. And we're going to use them to advance the gospel of the kingdom. We're pulling out the stop. We're a voice in the wilderness, broadcasting here from the luxurious Manchester studios Mm. in the heart of Fresno, bouncing off the foothills of the Sierras, reverberating back into the valley, bringing the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. Yes, Kingdom Talk from 12 to 1. Then we have Kingdom Talk 2.0 from 1 to 2, where we're diving deeper in the scriptures. That's with Pastor Charlie Avila. And we're uh, really just glad to be alive on planet Earth. What an amazing time to be alive in Christ. And we're going to be blowing the trumpet in Zion today. Not only today, but from here going forth. You know, we are watchmen upon the wall. And we're not going to shirk our responsibility and shrink back from reading the scriptures, Mm-mm. quoting the scriptures, and we're going to be uh, teaching on uh, the battle of Armageddon. This is Bible prophecy. One third of the Bible is prophecy, and we shouldn't shy away from Bible prophecy. It may not be our favorite subject. It's it's not essential to our salvation, but just because something's not essential doesn't mean it's not important, right? And we see what's coming upon the earth, brothers. I mean, uh, we're going to be covering some of these news items here uh, with regards to uh, this Armageddon. Uh, there are war clouds that are forming. North Korea launches a space program. Uh, we talked last week how they have underwater drones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so North Korea state media has, has, has announced that. We're going to be looking at that. They fired a ballistic missile into the sea between Korea and Japan again. Uh, Russia. Uh you know, uh, they, uh, uh, the question is, did Russia prime nuclear jets after the Kremlin drone strike? So that just came out last night. This is hot off the press. And so there was that drone attack. Apparently, who knows whether it was staged by the Kremlin or not. But many commentators are saying it looked like it does have uh, the Ukrainian fingerprint on it. We don't know. But you actually have video online where it's showing this drone being shot over the Kremlin. This is... Uh, Pretty crazy stuff. If we had heard this news, Phil, back in the 70s, you know, we had the Cold War going on, we would have been under our desks at school. I remember seeing a lot of video and documentaries. You had a going to the desk. You had drills. Yeah. Yes. Real scary time. And you were saying before that this is like 100 times worse. It's, it's, it's Yeah. I mean, it's a little hyperbolic there, but it's, it's a whole lot worse than... What we were experiencing, we're, we are like the proverbial yeah. frog in the boiling water. So we want to blow the trump, trumpet, not the trump, the trumpet. Okay, uh, and uh, <laughs> I got that. Okay, and so um, you know, uh, there's no conclusive explanation, but we're going to get into that further into the program, and we also have some other important uh, concerns that we need to talk about. Um, again, religious religious uh, persecution is. Happening again, the FBI's, you know, Catholicism memo that came out. It's no laughing matter. Is it okay to be Christian? Is it okay? Well, we're going to talk about that um, as far as the cult. Sure. And uh, also under the education uh, heading here, we have, uh, again, the woke, 
you know, trans LBGTQ agenda is being revealed. You know, I read a statistic. It was just, uh, you know, not long ago, like, like 20 years ago that the, uh, the, uh, percentage of the society of children that were gay was like less than 5%. Mm-hmm. And now it's 25%. Don't tell me that there isn't grooming going on. Grooming in the sense, yeah. I'm not talking about pedophiles. I'm talking about that they're, they're grooming them. They're training them. They're pushing them. They're encouraging them down this path. And we see it in the statistics. So um, we love all people, hate the sin and love the sinner. And there is redemption. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to give an offer of salvation to all who call upon the name of Jesus in repentance and faith. So uh, Riverdale High School is holding a basically like an awoke day at the school. Uh, I got this from, um, from somebody that I know, and uh, they have a child in that school. And it is uh, rather concerning what's going on there up in Oregon, Riverdale High School. Uh, and then, of course, the United Kingdom is no longer Christian nation majority. And uh, the king is supposed to be the defender of the faith. Well, now he's the defender of all faiths. And we have to understand, we're going to talk about this. All spirituality is not good. There are spiritual entities that are dark. There are There is religious deception, Right. You know, so we can't just, you know, have this feel good kind of uh, I'm okay, you're okay, kumbaya moment where, you know, everybody's going to heaven. It reminds me of the Winchester Mystery House. Remind me to talk about that. Okay. Been there. I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the culture woke agenda. We're going to be talking about that. A porn site has been shut down, thank God, in Utah as well. And so we have a lot to talk about, brothers. But, you know, what's most important is that, as Jesus said, as we see these things begin to come to pass, we lift up our heads for mm-hmm. our redemption draws near. Thank you, God. Joel 2.1, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in all my holy mountain. Yes. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord comes. It is near at hand. Boy, is that ever true, even now. And so... Uh, you know, uh, Franklin Graham is amazing because uh, he's not afraid to talk about the judgment of God. Mm-mm. You know, he warned in CBN News here um, back in January, he says, judgment is coming. So Franklin Graham warns of enemies' attempts to destroy life, speaks on the revelation and hope. He delivered a powerful message with remarks God. Uh, regarding judgment is coming. And we talked about this in a couple of previous programs about how that the full message, the full gospel includes that Jesus is coming back. Paul said that, uh, that God shall judge men's secrets uh, by Jesus Christ at his second coming according to my gospel. The gospel includes the second coming of Jesus. And we know when Jesus comes back, well, we see in the Revelation here, fourth part of the earth in Revelation 6, verse 8, this is the... Um, fourth seal. There's the seven seals in Revelation. There's the seven trumpets and seven trumpet judgments and the seven bowl judgments. Seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bowls. This is the sixth seal in Revelation 6, verse 8. And he looked and behold a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him, and powers given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and with beasts of the earth. 
It's important to understand that in the history of the world and in the Bible, God used the ungodly nations for his wrath. They were instruments of his wrath. Egypt, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome, right? And so we can't rule that out and have this kind of hyper grace that we were talking about. Well, God will never judge a nation again. Mm. You know, there's a judgment coming. And this has really jumped out at me, brothers, just, just even yesterday. You know, we talk about, and we should. In fact, I was at the National Day of Prayer uh, yesterday at City Hall in Fresno. It was an excellent gathering. Um, and then also I went to Clovis City Hall for the National Day of Prayer. And there was worship. There was prayer. We had the mayors were really? there. Yeah, both cities. Um, Jim Franklin was at both of them. And uh, we had pastors and leaders there. It was amazing. Many people came uh, that, that uh, were participating. And it was a joy. Uh, we prayed at uh, City Hall there in Fresno, and then we walked over to the police department, laid hands on the police chief. I'm very impressed with him. He was very humbly gr- grateful. And um, and then we walked over to the county offices and prayed there and sang and worshiped. And it was a joyous time. Then it seemed at, uh, it's, at uh, Clovis, we had worship and prayer there, and pastors and led us, and, and we broke into small groups. It was a powerful time to intercede for our nation and it was mentioned that, you know, it's, it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. Mm. And this is true. But I'm going to make a bold statement here. The kindness of God leads us to repentance, but so does the impending judgment of God can lead to repentance. Peter said in Second Peter chapter 3, seeing all these things shall be dissolved, talking about Really, the nuclear conflagration, the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. He says, seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought we to be in all holy conversation and godliness? So, so, so we see, he says, that, that motivates us to godliness, to repentance. And brothers, even in this context of Romans 2, where Paul says, it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. This is where he says, in, in Romans uh, uh, chapter 2, um, that God will judge the secrets of men's hearts at the second coming of Jesus according to my gospel. Okay? And so um, he says it right here in verse 16, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. So that's the same chapter where he, just a few verses up, says, don't you know that the kindness of God leads us to repentance? Amen. That's exactly right. And we need to lead in mercy and grace. Uh, But, uh, you know, he says right here in this same chapter, verse 2, but we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things, talking about those things up in Romans 1 of immorality and, and so on. He says, do you think, O oh man, that judges that you judge them which do the same things, that you do the same? Do you think that you'll escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long-suffering of God, knowing that the goodness of God or the kindness of God leads to repentance? But he doesn't stop there. He's trying to awaken these self-righteous righteous religious Jews that are looking down their nose at those sinner Gentiles. And what does he say? Very next verse, after he says, the kindness of God leads us to repentance. But after your hardness and unrepentant heart, you treasure up unto yourself wrath 
against the day of wrath and the revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds. He says that those that obey not the truth but obey unrighteousness, they shall receive indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul that does evil of the Jew first and also the Gentile. So do you see how that, again, it's not my favorite subject. I have rather been negligent with regards to bringing this subject to the fore. When I preach, I don't normally talk about the judgment of God, but God's been dealing with me. That that's part of the message. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back with his bride. We we read the Apostles' Creed here uh, last week. You know, uh, he's, it includes the second coming of Jesus. Mm. And we know what happens. You know, Revelation 9, 18, it says a third of mankind was killed by those three plagues. Okay, so um, when we look at the news, we can't help but see the clouds of war forming. You brothers have been following that on the news? I'm, I'm, I'm almost waiting for the phone to ring, Dennis, and, and for the 80s to call to get their headlights back. I tell you. You know, it's it's like repeat. You know, it's like we've been here before. You know, and the thing is, it is it is alarming, concerning that people have become desensitized and we we almost don't even flinch, you know. Uh, but I, I, we do need to be sober about it as well, you know, because we're getting so many different information from so many different places. It's easy for us to go right back to what we know and what we used to know and what we used to understand. So I, I, you know, so yeah, definitely been uh, uh, keep an eye on the news, but but I've, I, I've, I, I always have to check myself to make sure that I'm not jaded because this government has done so many things to us and has abused us, and I, I think our our nation is even a little bit traumatized now, and we almost like don't want to believe what they're saying because I, they yeah. lied so much. You know, they told us about Russia, Russia, Russia before already. We heard that the last ten years practically, or last six years. You know, and so, you know, all these things makes me, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, you know. But even with that, I have to stay sober. I have to clear, look at it with a clear mind, you know. But regardless of we're looking on it, it does not negate, negate how how dangerous of a time that we're, we find ourselves in. Yeah, it's the 80s on steroids, though. Mm-hmm. It's in spades. It's, yeah. it's definitely more intense. Uh, you know, um, what are your thoughts, Phil? Uh, when you talk about the judgment of God, it's so a lot of people like, okay, is he, here we go. He's going to talk about hell, but it's a reality. It's it's a true, hell yes. It's, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> and he- heaven yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, because we we love, I love the goodness of God. There's worship songs about the goodness of God, and and we love that the goodness of God does re- lead us to repentance, like the scripture in in, in verse four yes. talks about. Yeah. But they we do ignore that. And I I do tend to myself ignore that. I don't that. like. It's not my favorite subject. And we grew. I grew up at a church, and you know, and I thank God for it that we would have uh, those fire and brimstone messages, and that really shook me as a young a young man, and teenager. And we had plays about hell, but the reality is, is we talk could talk about hell, but there's salvation from that, and thank God for that salvation. You know, it was a great yeah. awakening when uh, Spurgeon gave that uh, message: "Sinners in the hands of an angry God." Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, not even talking about some sort of punishment in the afterlife, just talking about the wrath of God that's coming upon the earth just prior to and at the second coming of our Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a big subject in scripture. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to shrink back from the whole counsel of God. Paul 
said, I, I, I did not shun from declaring unto you the whole counsel of God. Acts 20, when he's talking to the elders of Ephesus that went up to Miletus to meet him, he had that meeting. Yeah. And so we need to not be shunning. And it isn't just Russia, Russia, Russia. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's North Korea. North Korea, Kim, orders exponential China, Iran, expansion yeah. of nuclear yeah. arsenal. And, um, and so um, North Korea warns of an all-out nuclear response to U.S. aggression. Um, you know, the WHO is urging countries to start stockpiling medicines for nuclear uh, emergencies after the EU's latest warning on Putin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so these, these are very real, uh, concerns. And, um, and so this leads up to, to what we're seeing in Bible prophecies, the point. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. We're seeing, we're seeing a lot of, a lot of, uh, dissonance, the little, uh, friction yeah. and, and, and division. I mean, we're more worried about diversity and inclusion in cultural wars when there's actual, the pressure and, and the rumors of war are taking place around the world. I and mean, we're seeing Russia is now accusing us, the U.S., of masterminding the Quillman drone attack. I mean, yes. so that's huge. If they're accusing that just came us, out. Yeah, that just came out. I mean, Hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the thing is, man, we have a nation, remember, that was told about that uh, Iraq had nuclears, you know, and we slaughtered millions of lives. My. You know, good uh, point. And then we ended up in Afghanistan. That's right. You know, and mm-hmm. we find out all these. So, so we, ha- we, you know, I mean, I use the word, and, and, and I'm not, yeah. I don't think I'm being hyperbolical, but we've been traumatized. You know? WMDs. You, you have so, yes, you know, and you have so many, you know, you have, you have probably at least two generations who's, who's went through that, you know, so I, I, I don't, I'm not surprised that they feel that way. Those know? were W's, WMDs. Yes. Yeah. Bush W, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and the thing is, but we, we do. We, we do need to still preach the full gospel, the whole gospel. Philip knows, man, I, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't have no problem getting up and tell people, hey, you are going to go to hell if you keep, you know, going that way. You know, but I, what I love about Kingdom Talk Radio is that we do lead with mercy and truth yes, you know, as well. Yes, we must. You know, we must. We have to, yeah. You know, but it says all nations that forget God shall be turned into hell, yeah. Phil. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. We talked about with Russia what's happening there, and you brought George W. I remember in that time of, of, of Iraq, I was actually for it. I felt misled. I felt right. I was all like, "Man, we gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta yeah. do this." And now looking back at it, I, I can't believe I was thinking. I don't that. know the, yeah. all the motives, but it seemed yeah. to me they kind of smelled a little bit like uh, it was a vendetta for his father. It, he was trying to get back at Saddam because of what some threats that came towards uh, uh, Papa Bush uh, mm-hmm. Sr. Well, and it was big money, too, for all the uh, yeah, you oil. Know, those who sell, you know, not just oil, but weapons of warfare. Oh, right. You the know. industrial yeah. complex, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those, there's certain things yeah. I do like about, about George W. I mean, this, but I mean, he's, he's a man, he's fallible, but there's some great, great risk to our country and, yeah. and our generation going to war. The military-industrial yeah. complex, yeah. And so... So here's the thing, guys. The East, Russia, uh, Iran, mm-hmm. okay, Saudi Arabia. They look at America and they see the White House lit up in rainbow colors. Yeah, well, no, they, no, they look yeah. at they look at America yeah. and they see trans drag shows uh, at the you know at, uh, officials, Congresswomen. You know, uh, it was Nancy Pelosi was at, at one of these events and and other uh, uh, liberal Congress members going to drag queen shows. And then saying, this is what America is. This is and, the heart of America. America yeah. is this. America is promoting sexual immorality. 
This is America. This is what we're about. We are being set up for divine judgment. Yeah, and even the trends. The reason what happened with the beer with Dylan, yes, with Bud Light, McVinnie, is, is it yeah, D- Dylan McVinnie? Yeah, something like that. But yeah. I know that now the, the our own armed forces is now using trans to do recruitment, drag queen. I saw that. Yeah, and it's and a lot of Marines are really upset. This is what we fought for. This is not the same America. So, and so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say. So this is this is why speaking to those a few generations who grew up, you know, being deceived. And it's caused you to to just really be dismissive. Oh, you know, no, no. Here's the thing. There's a big difference between now and uh, 20, 20, uh, 25 years ago. You know, now, but what's sad is 30 years ago, they always called us a Satan. That's nothing new. They always yeah, called him like right. a Satan, you know, but we held to our values, right? For yeah. the most part, I mean, we were the godly nation, you know. The difference is, no, now we actually condone evil and we're endorsing evil and we're even promoting evil, you know, and, 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 and so that's the difference. We've 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 made what they're saying about us as far as us being Satan. We've also we've almost made it true, which, again, there's somebody that's looking at everything and that's God. And what that's does right. he think about this? And you better believe he's going to have a response. He's not just going to sit back and just watch us, you know, disobey his commandments, but also hurt kids. So we got to be postured in prayer. Yeah. Uh, full of faith and confidence yeah. and love uh, and courage. Uh, God's not yes. given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of self-discipline. Yes. And so, so uh, on this note, there's a 21-day fast starting on Sunday. I recommend all our listeners go to Isaiah62fast.com. Isaiah 62, that's chapter 62. Mm-hmm. This is a great chapter in Isaiah. Uh, we'll talk about that. Isaiah62fast.com. Uh, and uh, uh, he says... Um, for Zion's sake, I will not rest. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not hold my peace until I establish a Jerusalem as a praise in all the earth. Uh, and then he goes on in, in chapter 62 of Isaiah and talks about, I set watchmen upon my wall. Uh, give neither, give him no rest. You that make mention of the Lord, give him no rest. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and it says that um, until he establishes Jerusalem. And so we're called to be intercessors for, for Jerusalem. Of course, there's a spiritual application that, you know, we are in the new Jerusalem, heavenly Jerusalem. You know, in, in Hebrews 12, you've come into Mount Zion, a heavenly Jerusalem, to the general assembly, church of the firstborn, uh, to, to, to the spirits of just men made perfect. Uh, but there is the literal Jerusalem whereby there are prophecies of the nation of Israel being led to Messiah. Okay. Uh, just prior to or at the second coming of our Lord. And so this Isaiah 62 fast and prayer, now it's mostly prayer. Uh, Mike Bickle uh, from the International House of Prayer is spearheading this, but he has decentralized it and he's asking, and he's got thousands of ministries that are joining in and putting their own websites up uh, to link to, and there are thousands of prayer meetings that are going to be going, to be going on. Uh, he's asking for one hour a day of prayer for Israel for 21 days. And there are t- over 2 million people that have signed up. Praise Lord. By the time it's done, it might be 3 or 4 million. And so this is a historical shift because of all that's going on in Israel, all that's going on in the world. You know, it came out in the news that Iran uh, is uh, basically capable. Just yesterday, last night, Israel announced Iran has the capability of making five nuclear bombs. Five. I saw that, yes. Yeah. And so we're not just, uh, you know, 
playing Bible prophecy here. This mm-hmm. is real, what's going on in our world, and we need to be aware of it, not full of fear, but knowing that the Lord knows the end from the beginning. Yeah. David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging for bread. Uh, and so uh, God knows how to deliver the godly from destruction, it says in Jude. And so we see that when the plagues were poured out on Egypt, there was a land of Goshen. There was a land that 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 uh, God kept his people in that protected them from all the plagues. And so um, whether you're pre-trib or post-trib, uh, God's going to protect his people, whether it's taking us out or protecting us in yes, and sir. through. Yes, sir. And even with the destruction of AD 70 there in Jerusalem, Jesus said when you see, when he said, um, he said, uh, when you see Jerusalem combassed about with armies, um, flee to the mountains. You that are on the housetop, don't grab it, just come down and flee. And uh, historically, it's referenced that Christians fled to Pella, which is a city in modern-day Jordan today, but across the Jordan, and found safety during the destruction of Jerusalem in mm. AD 70. Surely the Lord will do nothing except he reveal his secret to his servants, the prophets, it says in Amos 3. He says, uh, uh, Shall a lion roar and the people not fear? Shall there be judgment in the city and the Lord has not done it? Surely the Lord will do nothing except he reveal his secret to his servants, the prophets. So we're not left to our own devices. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you, Lord. So we need to be confident in that. And then, you know, Loto, there's people that are listening that maybe are full of anxiety. They, they don't yes. know Jesus. Yeah. They're not confident that yeah. they're going to be protected uh, from the wrath to come. Mm. Uh, and uh, they want to flee from the wrath. They want to run into the shelter of salvation in Christ. And, uh, you know, maybe they're caught up in, in some sort of uh, uh, bad business deal where they've done some shady deals and they're concerned about... Uh, potential uh, indictment or they're concerned about maybe an addiction they have or broken relationships or they're just broken, you know, like we all uh, are outside of Christ. And even in Christ, we're still being healed. But, yeah. but you know, how, how can they access this safety, this, this harbor of grace, this Amen. harbor of hope? Amen. Dennis, we had such an awesome uh, show last weekend with Pastor Jesse, and he just went, got into unction of the Holy Ghost, and and just we had an, uh, an encounter with the Holy Spirit. We're going to continue that this week. Uh, Dennis is uh, talking about you know about a relationship with Jesus. That's just the bottom line for those of you that that that's suffering anxieties or you're, you're worried or or you you have an ailment or anything like that. I'm going to tell you something. God can fix that. He can fix all of that, but God is not, he's not going to force himself on that. He's not going to interrupt and he's only going to do it by invitation, you know, because he wanted to give you the free will to do that. You know, and one of the cool things is when it comes to salvation, you don't have to wait till the first nuclear bomb, you know, it goes off. You don't have to wait for the sirens to go off. You can get saved today. You can have the salvation that we're talking about today. There's a reason why we're talking about this with, with boldness and with authority, because we know we're good. We're set. 
Dennis just said. In Christ. We're, 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 yeah. We, you know, that, that God covers his people. God yes. knows how to take care of, of us, his kids, you know? So, so we're, we're, we're comfort, we're confident, you know, in, in, in Christ. Yeah, there you go. You know, and so, but you can have that too right now. You don't have to wait. You don't even have to wait for the church door. You can get that right now. And, and, and what you, what, what you need to do, hmm. take a, a, a word that Dennis used earlier in the Bible said imperative, right? Yeah. What, what, what you need to do is call on Christ. Jesus said, if anyone calls on my name, if anyone confesses with their mouth and believes in their heart that I am Lord, that he will save you. So, so, so take that moment right now, wherever you're at and just say, Jesus, if you're really Lord and what these guys are saying is true, I want to be saved. I don't want to go through all that tribulation. Come now and save me. And he also think he's not just going to save you from a nuclear attack. He's going to save you from hell, but he's also going to save you from going through a living hell by yourself because I'm not promising you perfection. I'm promising you a partner in this life that will carry you through life. Now, here's the Pastor Jesse part. Those of you that that suffering with anxiety, you're dealing with addiction. You know, Lotso, I want to stop drinking. I want to stop smoking. Here, I have one word for you. Stop. There you go. Just stop. You know, but you cannot do that on your own. So I want to speak the Holy Spirit into your life. If 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 and the only way that you can have this power that you you felt and you heard last week and you feel every time you hear this show is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because here's what else comes with Jesus Christ. It's the grace. Well, we call him Holy Spirit. And he comes with you and he said, he helps you. He works with you to overcome those anxieties. And I'm just saying this because a lot of times we'll just say this prayer, oh, Jesus, save me. And then we'll just walk about not even knowing there's so many gifts for you on the table that you haven't even tapped in. So, beloved, I pray that you tap into that. If you're going through anxiety, Jesus, help me with this anxiety. Mm. If you're going through addictions, Holy Spirit, help me overcome this addiction. If you don't understand what you're reading when you pick up the Bible, Holy Spirit, you wrote this Bible. Show me what you mean and walk out this faith and don't neglect the gifts that came with Jesus. Oh, my Lord, there's an offer of redemption. Yes. There is hope Mm. in this dark world. There's hope for you. There's hope for me. Jesus Christ, our hope. Grab a hold of that lifesaver that's just been thrown out into the waters as you're swimming in treacherous waves and grab a hold of Christ now and know that you are saved and he's pulling you to shore even now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, and so, and so we can, uh, uh, run into the name of the Lord, which is a strong tower and we're mm-hmm. set aloft. We are safe. But in Revelation sixteen fourteen, it talks about these demonic spirits performing signs who go abroad to the Kings of the whole earth to assemble them for the battle on the great day of God almighty. And then verse 16 of 16, he says, and they assembled them at the place that in the Hebrew is called Armageddon. That is a Hebrew term. It's a transliteration of Hebrew in the Greek New Testament. And it, it, it means Har means mountain in Hebrew. And Megiddo, Megiddon Megiddo. Is, a, uh, is, a, is a place that is in northern Israel. It's right there in the mm-hmm. Jezreel Valley. And it's a hill. It's a hill. And that word Har can also mean hill. Uh, I've been there uh, a few times. And you can overlook the valley there. And so um, it's it's an amazing prophecy of what's coming. And uh, we we see that it, 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 it was a historical place of battle uh, where even Gideon uh, and his army, they fought there uh, in that valley. And, and there uh, are mountains all around there. You've got Mount Carmel Range right there next to Megiddo. Okay. You've got Mount uh, Gilboa that's there. And then also, uh, there is, um, uh, Tabor, Mount Tabor right there. And then, of course, Nazareth is up on a mountain. So the whole area is covered around with mountains. Uh, but, uh, Megiddo itself is a hill. And 
There's reasons to understand this as being a literal location there in northern Israel. Now, it also, because it's in the Revelation, which is a apocalyptic uh, genre of scripture, mm. uh, that's very symbolic, it's, you know, has a lot of uh, metaphors and, and uh, graphic yeah. descriptions that are portraying spiritual truths, um, that uh, you know, it, it is uh, uh, possible that the word Armageddon is also referring to just the... Uh, spiritual reality of a battle against good and evil where the nations of the world are rising up against God around the world and Christ comes back and, and, and destroys the wicked and rewards the righteous. Okay. But there's, uh, also a literal place in Northern Israel called uh, Megiddo and, um, that's in Northern Israel. And, uh, there it's a place where many historical battles have been fought in the past. It's a perfect geography for a staging area for a great battle. Uh, Napoleon himself, when he went there, said this is the best battlefield really in the world. Mm. Something I'm paraphrasing there. And um, and then uh, uh, the fact that it's founded upon a hill uh, leads us to believe. And then the fact that, that Gog and Magog is also right in that area, that battle. That um, And I believe that Gog and Magog is the Battle of Armageddon. There are others that they'd want to see that as a separate battle, but uh, for good reason, I do see it as the same but uh, we do see that this is uh, prophesied in the scriptures, mm-hmm. and um, and we see in Revelation ten seven in the days of the sound of the seventh angel, he sounds his trumpet. The hidden plan of God will be brought to completion. The good news, the gospel, as he proclaimed to his servants, and so that seventh angel, we know that's at the second coming of Jesus. So this is not to scare us, but to prepare us. Amen. It's about preparing our hearts for tribulation. That we won't be offended or stumbled uh, when these things come to pass, uh, and we should move forward in faith and confidence. So, so this is a big subject: the how of Armageddon. How is this going to happen? We read there how they're going to assemble at the place called Armageddon, mm-hmm. a literal location in northern Israel. And Zechariah talks about, I believe, nuclear holocaust here in Zechariah fourteen. He says, "This shall be the plague which the Lord shall strike all the peoples that wage war against Jerusalem. Their flesh will rot." while they are still standing on their feet. Their eyes will rot in their sockets, and their tongues will rot in their mouths. Doesn't this sound like a nuclear explosion there? And uh, also we see, um, it says, In that day that great panic from the Lord shall fall on them, and each of them will seize the hand of another, and the hand one of another will be raised against the hand of another. So here we have this turning against each other. We see this in the Battle of Gog and Magog, that the enemy turns on each other. We saw this with with Gideon and the Midianites. Remember the sword of the Lord and Gideon? They broke their pitchers and they shouted that, 300 men. And, and oh, then... Awesome they, battle. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. it says the Midianites turned against mm-hmm. each other and killed yes. each other. Yep. So division is a judgment of God. Mm-hmm. The nation's turning on one another. And this is what we see going on right now, the stage being set for that. Now, I'm not saying it's happening tomorrow, or today. I'm not saying it's happening next week or next decade. But I'm telling you, the signs are there. The stage is being set. We need to be alert and aware. No man knows the day or the hour, not the Son nor the angels of heaven, but the Father. But we've got to be aware of this. And again, Second Peter 3.10. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief on that day. The heavens will pass away with a loud noise. The elements will burn and be dissolved. The earth and the works on it shall be dissolved. Since all these things should be, uh, will be dissolved in this way, it is clear what sort of people 
you should be in all holy conduct and godliness. And as you wait for the day of God and hasten its coming, because of that day, the heavens will be dissolved with fire and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Does that sound like a nuclear conflagration there? My goodness, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, but thank God it goes on in verse 13, verse 13, but based on his promise, we wait for the new heavens and the new earth, wherein dwells righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. You know, uh, and Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, um, he talks about uh, Matthew 24, 21. He says, for at that time, there will be a great distress, the kind that hasn't taken place from the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will be. Mm. Does that sound like potentially what's coming on the earth right now? This time season? It sure does. Uh, and so let me say this, okay? Jesus said, these. Uh, he talks about uh, in the last days, there'll be wars, rumors of wars, famine, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. These are the beginning of birth pangs, mm-hmm. okay? All right, so, so that word birth pang there, Odin in the Greek, it, it means that. It means like the Braxton Hicks, when a woman is, Birthing yes. a child. They get birth pain. Some, they'll get a birth pain early on sometimes, like even a few months into the pregnancy. And they'll get another one a month later, and then they'll get another one you know, six weeks later, and it'll be stronger, and another one in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then another one in a week, and another one in five days. And then there'll be a lull. Maybe it'll go a few weeks. And there'll come another one. And then another lull. And then a strong one. And another strong one. And then a lull for, for a week or two. And then and then it comes with a strong one. A strong one. Strong one. Strong, 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 stronger. And boom, the baby's birth. So we are in a birth pang. There's no question with COVID and, and, and the threats of war That's and right. the riots and the lawlessness right. and the wokeness and all that. We're in a birth pang. The question is, I don't know. There might be a lull. I pray for a lull. I pray for a 20-year lull where we have a good run. We get a good president in power. We get Congress gets some sense that there's a and the war. Uh, someone uh, uh, negotiates a ceasefire in Ukraine, that the, the, the threats are ratcheted down. That's possible. We could have a lull. We could have a 50-year lull. But it's looking like these birth pangs are coming one after another. I don't know. But the point is we need to be watching, right, Loto? Yes, we have to be ready. Uh, we can't We can't just wait on certain signs and all that. We have to be ready now. And uh, again, the good thing is we can be ready now. And you, you brought up a movie before. Mm-hmm. Uh, or documentary that they're working on, yeah, and it accuses you know the way it's portrayed. Oh my God! It's insinuating that as Christians, oh, we just can't wait for the Armageddon because we want everything to be destroyed. The, 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 their problem is there's a little verse in the Bible that says that God is not slow as we consider slow, but because it is not His will that any man shall perish, and that's our heart too. If we really wanted to, this Armageddon thing just come now so everybody can get destroyed and go to hell, we wouldn't do missions trip. My, my, my. You know, you know, this, thank you so much for bringing that mm-hmm. up. It's called Praying for Armageddon. Yeah. I don't recommend the movie, mm-hmm. but I do recommend uh, learning about it. Uh, it's a hit piece on Christians. Yeah. On Bible believing Christians in America. First yeah. of all, this is a woman from, uh, she's up in Norway, uh, and, and she doesn't understand America. Mm-hmm. So she's speaking into what she knows not. She doesn't understand but, Christianity. But yeah. She doesn't understand, yeah. uh, 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 the Bible. Mm hmm. And certainly not Bible prophecy. We pray for God's mercy. Um, I actually uh, messaged the producer, Tanjay, on Instagram. Uh, And I said, your movie, Praying for Armageddon, is misrepresenting evangelical Christians. Your work is a travesty of truth. 
Please provide evidence of any significant group of Christians that's praying for Armageddon to come. Gosh, we're doing the opposite, right? Come on. Lord, hold back. Yes. Let more people get saved. Hold back your wrath, Lord. Oh, God, have mercy on America. Have mercy on the world. Okay, so then I go on. I I tell her, your soundbite editing is clear for all to see. The evident reality is that we pray for mercy for people like you who are ignoring the manifestation of what is pending. We pray for a delay of the inevitable so you and others may be saved from the wrath to come. It's not too late even for you. That's the truth. May you find grace and peace as you turn from evil to Jesus Christ. And so this movie, Praying for Armageddon, these are soundbite editing. It's it's, it's basically soundbites. You know, Pastor Jeffers says basically the countdown to Armageddon has stopped. And then she cuts that off, you know. Yeah. And and she'll piece another one in there where somebody's saying, you know, uh, something else. It's just that it's not giving full context. Um, It's a complete misrepresentation of biblical Christianity. Uh, And... uh, uh, I do pray for her salvation. I pray Amen. that she'll find her way. Amen. And uh, thank you so much for bringing that up. That's yeah. an important news piece that we needed to cover. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, uh, you know, going forward here, uh, yeah, go ahead. Phil. No, I'm just saying, just causing confusion because I'm looking that up right now about the documentary. Yeah, and a lot of other outlets are picking it up, and they're now the the other side, the those who are kind of like promoting this anti faith, anti family agenda. Look, see, there's a, those, there they go, those extremists again. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. That's what they're, that's what they're calling us. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're radical Christians. We, we love our enemies. We, we turn the other <laughs> we, cheek. We pray for our enemies. We pray for our enemies. They misrepresent us. We give away our finances yeah. to help the poor. Come on. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're radical Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we pray and go to church, uh, and, uh, you know, so that's the thing. But Yeah. Here's a review from Variety. Just, just, However, the core thesis is abundantly, horribly clear. There are a growing number of people in positions of major power in U.S. politics and broader society who are actively working to bring about the end of the world as we know it. Okay. So now, um, that is just uh, so unfortunate because... As far as Bible-believing Christians, uh, the vast majority, I'm talking 90-plus percent, uh, have no uh, arm on the uh, hand on the arm of political power. They have, no, they have no interest in that, okay? Are there some Christians who uh, are misguided uh, uh, and, and have some political power that are uh, improperly influencing uh, towards a, uh, a war. Uh, yeah, I would say there probably is a handful of them. Okay. Uh, but that is a, uh, total misrepresentation taking a very, very small, uh, group and broad brushing, uh, hundreds of millions of people is a total mischaracterization. Uh, there are some Christians that are bellicose. They are warlike uh, and they have some power. But that's not us. That's not that's not who we are. That's not what we're about. We're all about following Jesus. First of all, we don't follow the president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't follow the cabinet. We don't follow the Supreme Court. We submit to the the, the powers that be. We obey the laws as long as they don't go against the the, the, the edicts of, of, of Scripture and Christ and God in the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're always I think we are seeing that the other side is accusing us what they're actually doing. Exactly. Projection. Uh, yeah. Projection. And a lot of the culture wars and everything, even in this. I mean, there's part of this, another quote is a, a people with such a mentality engineering American politics and foreign policy to bring about the very thing they seek, the apocalypse. So they're saying that we're engineering this this end of the world this the world want the war right so the enemy wants to yeah. to to shut us up they like that yeah. term christian nationalists or you know mm-hmm. praying for armageddon we're not going to be we're not going to silence the word silence game, yeah. the name game yeah the name game you know the new speak and all that uh and so we're, we're going to speak the good news Amen. we're going to bring the gospel that's right uh it's our constitutional right but even if we didn't have a constitution we would do it paul yep. didn't paul that's, didn't have a constitutional right. Yeah. right to preach the gospel in jerusalem that's and he what got these folks don't arrested. Yeah. He got, so, so the Constitution, we have a freedom mm-hmm. that no government gave us. That's right. And that no government can take from us. Yeah. You know, I got that from, from Pastor Bruce Newton. That's a great <laughs> quote. I love that. You know? Yeah. Uh, and so we're, we're going to freely preach the gospel, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and uh, uh, so we won't be cowered and silenced. Loda? No, I, 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 I'm a thousand percent behind what you guys are saying. You know, uh, the Constitution enshrines this, what you guys are saying. Yeah. Even the Constitution recognizes that there's immutable right. rights, you know, that we get from the Creator. From God. You know? And so even this, the Constitution, those who wrote it, they, they know that it's a mystery exactly. to somebody else. It wasn't know? even the Constitution. They, they don't even quote themselves or yes. reference. They weren't self-referential. Mm-mm. They were referring to God as the one who gives those unalienable rights. Yeah. Th- these people have a soul mis- misunderstood. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to take out Trump. You know, they're trying to take out uh, any leaders, you know, not just Trump, but any leaders that looks like a Christian to them or looks like a conservative, thinking that that's going to stop the rest of us. You said it perfectly. We don't follow we don't follow man. Yeah. We're following Jesus. Like, we're Hello. following God. So if you're going to want us to not go the way we're going, you're going to have to try to get rid of God. I'm sorry. Your arms are too short. Hello. Any loud voice of dissent. They they really try to shut that voice down, like Tucker or any well, of the other Well, you bring up Tucker, yeah. and this is the thing. Um, you know, basically what, what's going on is that you have the powers that be the elites mm-hmm. that are saying, we don't want the vulgar peasant average person to have access to this information, yes. uh, that is going to, um, empower them to be able to navigate against their ESG environmental social governance credit score. Uh, and, uh, Forcing corporations like Fox News and other corporations to get a social credit on whether how woke they are. And if they don't measure up, they're going to get shunned. Mm-hmm. And this is what's yep. going on. Um, I've not followed Tucker Carlson. I'm not, a, I didn't listen to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have friends that love him. I did. I, 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 yeah. I watched clips. Yeah. I, I watched some clips. Um, you know, to me, he's a little too strident, uh, but I don't listen to him. But I, I follow when he makes the news, I will follow what he says. And he largely makes a lot of really great points. Um, sometimes the spirit with which he does this is, yeah, is a bit. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, so that's all. He's, but, not, he's not a creep. the not, subject and the content yeah. he's trying to po- point out, he was really an advocate. Yeah. Uh, he brought new insight regarding the Ukraine when we're all pro-Ukraine so much right. that we're giving everything away to them. Yeah. I mean, uh, but that's why there's a lot of, like, questions about, like, like the Murdochs were chatting with Zelensky right before, two days before the firing. Yeah. So, uh, you say something? Yes, yeah, just a few things. So, so as far as Target goes, um, the other part of that, Dennis, what you're saying is that they didn't want us just to have access, not have access to information. They also didn't want this mouthpiece who communicated uh, populist points so effectively. 
Uh, the other thing is, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a Tucker fan. I'm not as much as a fan as others. I love Tucker, you know, uh, but I, I am noticing a breakthrough in his spiritual walk. Uh, he, he has definitely been taking a turn towards. Uh, he's talking about you know encouraging spiritual people to pray. warfare. He's, yeah, you know, to, to he's actually encouraging people to pray. You know, he's he's really becoming a lot more spiritual. I mean, maybe he's always been like that. I've just been noticing it more. Back to the ESG, the uh, environment, social uh, <coughs> gangsters, because that's what they really are. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, there's a loto. You know, no charge, is, no extra charge for that. By the way. But but the thing is, you know, this this is didn't just come up from you know just in thin air, you know. No, this we got this from somewhere else. They actually do this thing in China, and they do this thing in a lot of communist countries where you have social credit, you know, and that's how they control you. Oh, you're not going to listen to us. Well, let's let's turn off your lights. You know, you're, you don't want to listen to. Well, we're gonna you know your car's not going to work without electricity. You know, and so when you begin to understand that, you start to realize a lot of the things that they're doing now. But yeah, that that whole uh, ESG thing that that didn't just come up because they got together and and came up with this plan. No, this is exactly what they're doing in China, and so that's exactly. why exactly. You know, go ahead. So social credit, yeah, it's, that's that whole uh, leftist Marxist thing. Yes. Um, and and so as far as Tucker, I just want to say this. You know, he he is a he is a Christian. I just wouldn't look to Tucker for spiritual guidance. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's a uh, a talking head that's very intellectual, very articulate very. is really the better. And, yes. and, and, uh, he brings up very good points at times. Uh, but again, he's a Christian and, and I'm not questioning that. Uh, but I, I look to other places for spiritual guidance. That's mm-hmm. all. Uh, and he's a, a news source and I, I, I look, I will listen to him from time to time. I'm not a follower, but that's just my, my, my yeah. posture that I have friends. Most I would, of my friends love him. Most of my close yeah. friends Absolutely love him. So I would really question um, the understanding of anybody that would look to him as a spiritual right. Exactly. You know, advisor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. So so in, in Matthew twenty four. Again, we're going to wrap this up, and then we're going to go to some some additional news here that we need to tie in the scripture to. Uh, you know, he says in Matthew twenty four, the Lord says on the Olivet discourse, he says, "For at that time there will be a great distress, the kind that hasn't taken place from the beginning of the world until now." Uh, and never will again. So this is leading up to something. And he says, unless those days were cut short, no one would be mm. saved. But those days will be cut short because of the elect. So we are God's chosen by faith in Christ. We have a place in him. And uh, uh, it's saying that if those days weren't cut short, no human being would be saved. Uh, and And so God is merciful. He has a way out. He will not allow us to be tempted or tested above that which we are able with every test to make it a way of escape. Mm. And and so, but moving on here, there's a clip of a young woman who is at uh, Young American, and she really uh, makes a very succinct statement about the reality of what's going on. We want a redemptive message here on Kingdom Talk, not just in Kingdom Talk. We want a redemptive message on the street corner, uh, when we're driving down the road, at work, uh, uh, in the marketplace, Everywhere we go, we want to be offering and preaching forgiveness in Christ to reach those who are caught up into the cult. Yes. Sure. Sure. Uh, And give them a way out from this oppressive uh, uh, idea of queer theory and all that's going on with putting people under a really uh, uh, hoodwinking them and deceiving them down this path. And this young woman, she really encapsulates this uh, quite succinctly. Can we go ahead and play that clip? What's her name? Her name is Liz Wheeler from Young Americans Freedom. Victim of a cult. You are a victim. If you identify as transgender or non-binary, 
I speak to you with love. You have been victimized and exploited. You have been used by horrible people. You've been abused. And your life's never going to be the same. I understand that this is incredibly difficult to hear. It's incredibly difficult to process that in your mind. But it's the truth. It's reality. You aren't transgender or non-binary. You are either a man or a woman. You have been tricked by a cult called queer theory into thinking that you are oppressed or marginalized, tricked into thinking you are about to be the target of a genocide, and tricked into thinking that it was Christians and conservatives who are oppressing you. But none of this is true. None of it. The people who taught you this theory, they are the ones who hate you. They want to turn you into suicide bombers. They want to make you so angry and so afraid and so desperate that you'll do anything for them. Even start a literal revolution. They know that if you're angry enough, that you'll commit violence. They groom you into it by advertising the Trans Day of Vengeance that I mentioned before and try and lying to you about what Christians and conservatives think. We don't hate you. Not at all. We hate the people who are victimized. LGBTQI. Yeah, so, so this is the thing is that um, uh, there's uh, a lot in that short message there. She starts off saying, you know, you're in a cult. It's called queer theory. And so um, when she says like suicide bombers, she's just she's using hyperbole and I, I believe, you know, uh, wanting to communicate that basically they're wanting to cause social unrest. Yeah. They're wanting to cause riots in the streets uh, and uh, violence to tear down the Judeo-Christian social structures yeah. to establish a man-made yes. Marxist utopian. Yeah. Uh, now, that's not all Democrats. We're not talking about all liberals. We're talking about. There is a uh, contingency, a large contingency that is that is influencing towards these things, and we see this again. I have someone that I know that sent me a a, a, a screenshot of this event up in um, up in Oregon, and uh, it's 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 very concerning. Uh, and children that go to this school, uh, you know, are going to be subjected to this, and parents are really uh, not we're not giving much option here other than just to have their child not show up at school, you know, it's, um, this is uh, a Riverdale High School body summit, May 17th, Riverdale High School. Um, it's in the Portland area. And uh, this is, it says students, uh, there's no place for hate. Uh, this is the name of the group. It's called No Place for Hate. Are excited to share about an upcoming event we are holding at Riverdale High School. No Place for Hate is a student-led organization and seeks to engage students and staff in dialogue and activating and learning on topics of bias, equity, bullying, inclusion, allyship. Um, and so um, they're wanting to indoctrinate the children. And uh, it's a full-day conference. So basically they're canceling all class, including whole, whole school assemblies featuring keynote speakers as well as interactive activities, learning in small groups, we will hold sessions on topics including body image, ableism, disability, consent, disordered eating, gender identity and expression, health and every uh, uh, at every size, so fat affirming, I guess, which is unhealthy, racism and bodies. And it goes on and talks about that they're going to have opportunities to participate in yoga and mindfulness. So let's, they're throwing in occultic new age training at no extra charge. 
just for good measure. Mindfulness, you know, uh, yoga, yoga, the, the God, yoga, uh, Shiva is the God of yoga. Shiva is the God of destruction in Hinduism. Mm. And so let's just throw that in. Let's just not only groom children to increase the level from 5%, less than 5% in a, in, 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 in a, in a short time to 25%. Let's groom them, but let's also throw in some spiritual deception with yoga and mindfulness. Now, again, there's a continuum with yoga. There are some Christians that do some form of stretches, but that's not yoga. True yoga aligns with the God of Shiva. If you study it out, learn it for yourself. And mindfulness is is, is, is Eastern meditation. Um, and uh, it opens up to the potential of negative spiritual influences. And, and so these are, these are, this is what's going on. It's called the Body Summit. And it's, uh, it's a conference day at the school there. Um, and so uh, it's really unfortunate this is happening again. Yeah, if I could just speak back to the, the event there at the, the, the college put on by Young Americans for Freedom. Uh, Liz Wheeler was saying a lot of great, great content there. But one thing I noticed behind the scenes is that there are some teachers that gave the opportunity to get some extra credit. So there's some interviews that I, that I saw that they, a lot of students are now saying, I wanted to see the other different side that goes against what I believe. And they're now open to hear a free exchange of ideas while there's across the street, a bunch of protests happening. I'm just, I'm glad there's still young adults and young people that are, they're not trying to shut down speech. Now, are, are they facilitating it though? Is the school going to facilitate that dialogue? Yeah, they're, they're putting it on because here's, here's a quote that uh, there's what she says, I think she has the right to be here like any other speaker. I do understand that it's a very heavy topic and something that can definitely stir up a lot of controversy of people, but I think it's important to still have people who you might not agree with come out. Well, exactly. That's right. So that was when she, where she was speaking at that venue. But yeah. Like the high school though, they're not going to allow uh, a different opinion in there regarding all of this uh, deception that's going on there at the school, at the high school. But yes, yeah. where she spoke, yeah, yes. that's, that's exactly right. Um, and, and so just in, in, in wrapping up here, we talked about the coronation and we, we talked about how that, you know, not all spirituality is good. There are, in fact, in the next hour, we're going to be talking about uh, the evils of, of um, the dark side, uh, demonic activity. And uh, we'll look at some Old Testament scriptures and New Testament uh, in Kingdom Talk 2.0 from 1 to 2. So go ahead. You can go to your Spotify. You can go to your Apple podcast. You can like and subscribe and share. Uh, while you're while you're checking it out, check out Overflow podcast as well with Phil and Loto. But um, like and share that. But also, uh, you know, uh, here uh, again, the king is, is showing syncretism here. And, um, you know, Jesus is inclusive. He's all inclusive. He says, whosoever will, you know, let him come and drink of the waters of life freely. Uh, we see uh, that, that uh, you know, he says, uh, whosoever, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him shall not perish. He says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men, Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, atheists. He's drawing all men unto him. He said, no man can come to the Father except through me, but yet everyone is included. So we're inviting you to come to the table, come to the kingdom, put your faith in Christ, and, and let's let's go forward as believers, those who are in Christ. Let's know that he's got us. He's watching us. He's got us in the palm of his hand. No weapon formed against us mm. shall prosper. Thank you. God. So when we look at these 
uh, news items and we see what's going on and what's coming upon the earth, let's lift up our heads for our redemptions drawing near. Let's know that we are safe in Christ, that he's watching. It says the, the angel of the Lord encamps around about those that fear him. We don't fear man. We fear God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, not the fear of man. Mm. And perfect love casts out all fear. So we're going to go forward in faith and confidence and love in Christ, knowing he's got us. He's got our front and our back. God bless you all. We'll talk to you soon.